Hey everyone, welcome to Business Access by TD Image. So today I wanna to introduce an amazing person for you. And the cool thing about her is that she speaks on the line between failure and success. And many of us today, we know that line more than ever. And, I, and the thing is, is that this person herself, she didn't start at the bottom. She started below the bottom and climbed the stairs up to get started. And now today she's an Edward R. Monroe and Emmy Award winning TV anchor and reporter who's all over America. And the crazy thing about her is that she went back to where she got started to inspire people. So I want to introduce you guys today to Deborah Alfaron. Deborah, how are you? Oh my gosh, I'm great. What a, what a nice intro. Thank you so much. <laughs> I am good. It's great to be here. It's so exciting to talk to you because uh, we talked a little bit before, but we relate in so many aspects. And and it's so inspiring to hear your speech uh, to motivate people. And I wanted to have you on because I think right now, one of the issues that I see, it, it's hard. It's overwhelming. The, the situations that, you know, coronavirus being quarantined is very overwhelming to get everything in life together and be able to organize it and people are getting stressed and i you your speech like really touched me <laughs> i i i was like okay i'm going to and i'll be honest I, I i went on to the ted talk which i think it was about 17 minutes long and i clicked on it, i was like all right i'm gonna listen to it uh for about a minute or two and just get the gist of what she's saying and I find myself 17 minutes later wow, <laughs> thinking that's about a compliment. and thinking about what you're what you said and it's so inspiring. But tell that's us your super, super <laughs> nice. I mean, <laughs> that's all you ever want. And I know from being a news reporter, you know the average news story is about a minute, 15 seconds long. Oh, yeah. So to, to to keep someone for 17 minutes, that's almost <laughs> unheard of. We just don't have that kind of attention span. But what happened was, you know, you and I have so much in common that I was speaking directly to you. Yeah. Yeah. And it yeah. was so important. I think you speak to a lot of people today to just give that. But tell us your story. Tell us how you got started. Well, I mean, wow. Let's see. OK, let me go all the way back. Well, actually, let me start right here. So today I am an award winning uh, TV correspondent. And I have been working in TV news for a while. I worked in New York City. I worked in D.C. I right now I'm a freelance reporter for CBS News for a division called Newspath. And my stories air on CBS stations around the country. So I'm really thrilled. I'm so wonder like it's so wonderful working there. And my story is that I'm a high school dropout. So you're probably like, well, how the heck did you do that? <sighs> I mean, I just grew up in a, in a house where I wasn't. I just wasn't really looked at. I wasn't really listened to. I wasn't, I didn't really, I wasn't asked how I was. I wasn't heard. And the big learning I got through, you know, and this is not just an overnight success, believe me, a lot of hard work went into it. A lot, a lot of time went into it, but I realized that everybody has a voice. And if I can do what I did starting at the bottom and like you said, underneath the bottom, because really, if you don't have a high school diploma, people aren't even looking at you. They're just passing you over yeah. and considering you a throwaway. Then, then, you know, if I can do what I'm doing now, whereas my voice is being heard around the country, anyone can do anything that they set their mind to. Wow. And it just takes a couple of ways of talking to ourselves. Literally, we are so mean to ourselves sometimes. And 
it's all about words. It's all about the running commentary that you have about yourself in the back of your mind and maybe coming out of your mouth too. Like how many times have we said, well, I'm not good at that. Or, I can't do that. That's not for me. That's for other people. And so we create this otherness, yeah. you know, and this doesn't have to be race. It doesn't have to be gender. It doesn't have to be sexual orientation, although that plays right into it. We really can create ourselves by what we call ourselves. And that's kind of the gist of what I want to tell everybody. I just want to shake everybody and say, hey, hey, hang out with me for five minutes. Let me just, you know, hear your story, hear your voice and help you and tell you that you are worth it. And you are your superpower the way that you are. Wow. Wow. That is so like, I feel like I just got the Superman symbol on my chest <laughs> because that is so true. I think we like and before I started the po the, the podcast, I was like. I'm not, I'm not good at speaking. I'm not, but I put in my head, I said, but people need help. People need to right. speak out. A lot of businesses, a lot of the clients that we have are saying that we're having trouble connecting with people and they need to speak out. I'm like, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to move forward with, with it and see what happens. And I think that's what a lot of people need to do is just m keep moving forward. And, and that's what you talk about. And that's your, your life story. You kept moving forward. And one of the questions is the difficulties that we have are on those rainy nights. How... What do you do when it's so hard, especially right now for a lot of people, it's difficult because there's a quarantine. How do you motivate yourself? How do you find yourself strong enough to move forward? I don't always. That's that's the secret. Really. And you don't tell people that when you're a leader, a thought leader, a network correspondent, you don't really tell people about your struggles. Yeah. And I, I'm not always up for it. I'm going to be honest. I, In fact, the last couple of days, I haven't felt like it. I really haven't. And if I don't feel like it, I'm sure other people don't feel like it. But we have to be in community. We have to be talking to people. We have to have good people in our lives that will let us be, you know, because you have to feel things sometimes. Yeah. You know, you have to just feel like you can't do it sometimes. I get that. There is, there's, there's something about being heard in that. And you have to have people that show you the way. So that just kind of, you know, I, you can do it. I've only had a couple of people along the way tell me that I can do things like really just a couple. And I'll never forget each time someone said that to me. So there's there's times when I don't feel like it and I have to have a practice. If you don't have a practice, you know, then you're just going to end up sitting there and a day is going to stretch into a week and then it's going to stretch into a month and it might stretch into a lifetime. It really could. But we have to have other people. And so. My goal is to let other people know through social media, through anything that I talk about, talks that I give, books that I write, like blogs that I write, that you're not alone and I'm here for you. But also myself, I have a practice. So when I'm feeling small, and this has happened to me, a specific example. So I was coaching TV news reporters um, after I left my last job before I started working at CBS News. Mm -hmm. And so I'm helping people and I'm telling my women, I'm like, you you got to call up and you got to ask for that job. And they're like, what? I got to call someone and ask for this. Like, like, who am I to call? And I'm like, you are you are a gift to that newsroom. You have every right to call them. And in fact, you're doing them a favor by letting them know there's a, a passionate, smart person who wants to work there and tell stories for them. Like you're kind of making it easy on them, right? Right. So you have to feel like that. And then I realized I wasn't doing the same thing. That I was actually coaching my peeps, coaching them and, and helping them and supporting them. But I had this opportunity to work at CBS News and I wasn't really going for it. And I 
thought to myself, okay, what would I do? And I coached myself. And, and how you got to coach yourself, I have a method that I go through, and it's called my GTFO method, which, as you know, what that stands for. Um, you got to get the beep out of your own way in order <laughs> to go and do what you need to do. And so that first, you have to just be get real. The G stands for getting real. Get real with what you're saying to yourself and why you think you can't do it. The next is your triumphs. Let's look at things objectively. You really haven't because a lot of the stuff that we think we can't do, there's just no proof of that. We just feel a certain way. Yeah. We just we're in our feelings. And then the, the thing about triumphs is if you write down all the things, the cool things you've done, you're going to see, oh, wait, I actually am qualified to do this. The next thing is the freedom to choose new labels. So you take those old labels, you kind of throw them out. And that, that you know, sometimes it's not easy to do. But if you write down new labels and you wake up every morning and you look at them and you embody them, that's the way to go. And then the last thing is to own it. If you were that new label, like, let's see, say, network TV correspondent, who would you call? What would you wear? Where would you go? How would you get up in the morning? Would you get up in the morning at like 10, 10 a.m.? Or would you get up at 8 a.m. or 6 a.m. and start reading the news? What would you do if you took yourself seriously as that label? How would you show up in the world? And so that GTFO method, any time I'm like, I can't do this today, I got to get that method out. Yeah, if I got to write it down, it's pretty easy to remember. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, not too hard to forget that one. Um, But you got it. You got to do it because the world needs what you've got. That is so true. That and like listening to your story and a lot of people. Here's the thing that a lot of people don't see. And because my uh, background is production, a lot of uh, and I really don't like when people don't pay the value to video production because I know the hard work that goes behind. A lot of people don't say the hard work. Like, for example, you get you get to watch a movie for an hour and 30 minutes that took over six to eight months to make. That's a lot (laughs) of work put in to just entertain you for an hour and a half. And listening to your TED talk and how you, and this is actually a normal at the low end of a uh, news anchor. Cause I have a friend that a couple years ago, she started doing anchoring where she had to carry all her equipment by oh, herself, yeah. stage it and set up and a lot of work. do it. And that's, that's a lot of work. And you did it in, in New York where, it's honestly very difficult to live with a lot of paychecks, but you did it <laughs> yes. at 10, I think it was $10 an hour. So the, when I, I know it's kind of crazy, right? So yeah. this is a funny story in that. And if you watch the Ted talk, you know, when I decided I was going to get it, cause my story is that I worked, you know, just in like jobs here and there. And I started working on wall street and like, they were okay. But then I knew I had this passion to tell stories. So I had to start at the bottom. I was making $10 and 50 cents an hour. Yes. And at the time I was on unemployment because I had I was um, given a buyout like I was laid off from my job and best thing that ever happened to me. Um, And so if I had sat home on the couch and collected unemployment, I would have made five dollars more than if I had worked full time at that job in news where I was getting paid like 1050 an hour. That is crazy. So it is crazy. Yeah. Now, at the time I was working behind the scenes, I wasn't in front of the camera. But yeah, um, you know, as time went on, 
you know, this thing called MMJing became like the, the norm. MMJ meaning multimedia journalist. You are writing, you are driving yourself there, you are shooting, you are editing, you are getting yourself live, you're putting everything on camera. And that's kind of the norm these days. Yeah. I mean, in some big markets, people are still reporters where they are still you know, working with um, a camera person to put everything together. And that camera person is also the editor. But most people are doing the job that three to four people did back in the day. And they're doing it at a heck of a lot less. I mean, people think that news reporters get paid a lot of money. Yet look at your local news reporter in, you know, Wisconsin or, you know, and again, it's small. There's big markets in Wisconsin and small markets, but they're not getting paid a lot. They're getting paid, you know, 22, 25, 30, thirty five thousand dollars a year to do all that stuff. And it seems really glamorous. And it is not. <laughs> it's it's like being the teacher. You have to have a passion behind uh-huh. it. And that's yeah. the great thing about like this is what your so- story says is that if you're not doing what you're passionate about, you, you're not gonna, you're not gonna live right. You're not gonna nope. be happy. You're not gonna be fully effective, and you're not gonna be fully yourself. And just to see your drive and, and how hard you work, it shows that this is what you were called to do. This is what you, what your passion is, and this is what I say at work all the time. It's like I love what I do. I, there's been like within the last couple of months, I thought because we were going to have that to work at home, it was going to be a little bit more lax. But no, I've literally been <laughs> from like every day. I, I think like I took a couple of days off because I needed to revitalize myself. And yeah. and you have to, you have to get back to 100%. And But I was working day and night, Saturday and Sunday, but I never looked at it as I was working because I love what I do. And that's the dip. I think you speak about that. And that's a difference that I think people don't get to experience is dealing with their passion. And so they well, we have to pay the bills sometimes. Right. Yeah. And so, and then that's another way that we label ourselves. Right. It's like, well, that's for other people. Other people can go and do this great, amazing thing. And I have to, you know, pay the bills. I get that. And believe me, I've got, you know, so many clients who you know, want to share their voice, but you know, they have children they have to provide for, they have a house they got to pay for. And I get that. And the greatest honor we have in this world is to be able to do what we really want to do. So if we get affixed to the outcome of what it's supposed to look like, you know, it's supposed to be, I'm doing this full time. Then what's going to happen is, you know, we might find dissatisfaction in what we are actually doing. But you can live your passion in small ways until you get to a point where you can live it full time. Not saying it's easy, yeah. because let me tell you, it wasn't easy for me to change from Wall Street to working in TV. I had to literally, you know, like I said, $10.50 an hour. And sometimes I'd only work one day a week. I had to work other jobs. I was waitressing for a little bit. I did a whole bunch of different things. I mean, when I knew I was going to leave my last job in TV news, that's the one before this, I saved up for a year every week I'd put money away so that I could then launch my business and I could do the things that I really wanted to do. We just, and and here's another thing is that we all think like, it's got to look like Gary V, right? It's got to look like Gary V. It's got to look like Rachel Hollis. It's got to look like Oprah. It's got to look, no, like, no, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be perfect to be wonderful. That's what I had to say to myself. I, I just need to get started. I just have to start. And, and now with the podcast, 
like I've had so many incredible people on, including you. It's just, um, it's just amazing. And I'm saying this to all the audience. When you get started, the things that happen. And one of the coolest saying that I ever heard is that you have to dig a hole before you can swim in your swimming pool. Oh, that's a that's a quote. I'm gonna use that. Can I use that? <laughs> you that 100%, your quote? <laughs> I actually said that a couple of times, but it, I don't know if it's my quote or not. I've, I've probably heard it from somewhere, but I thought it's such a strong statement because that shows that you have to work hard to be able to, to get your life to the fullness, and, and that's with everyone, anywhere, whatever you want to do, and it shows it through you, and, and you show it uh, through uh, your whole lifespan of. Coming out of uh, Wall Street saying that I'm going to back go back down to the bottom to do exactly what I want to do in life. And that's so cool. That is so cool. Yeah, thank you. You know, and to tell you the truth, I work every holiday. I mean, I haven't seen my family for actually I just saw my family for the holidays like the first time last year. Um, like I had worked every holiday. I worked overnight. It's another thing when you put on um, the morning shows, TV news. Yeah. Those people are getting up at like midnight to go to work. So they go to sleep at like 5 PM. Yeah. Like I've worked every shift, every hour and it, it, it didn't happen overnight. And I got a lot of no's. That's another thing. People look at you and they see the end, right? Just like we look at social media and we think, Oh, everything's great. Uh, uh-uh. and so a lot of what I do in my social media is I tell you about the struggle. I tell you about, I didn't feel like getting up today. I tell you about how I'm feeling inside because we all make it look so glossy and perfect. Yeah. And I'm sorry, if everything's glossy and perfect, that's some BS right there. <laughs> it just isn't. Life isn't. So I want people to know it's been hard work. There's been a lot of no's. Don't think that, you know, I've gotten everyone saying yes to me. I can't tell you how many no's. In fact, the job I have now, I got a no the year before. And I got a no two years before that at this job. Wow. And I kept asking. Wow. That TED talk that you saw, that TEDx talk, I got a no originally. So I had applied and I didn't get a yes right away. You got to keep asking. Sometimes you got to ask 10 times before you get that yes. So start on the journey today. Get all your no's out of the way because they're coming (laughs) and don't let them stop you. You, oh gosh, that's, I'm like writing this down right now. <laughs> this is awesome. So this is great because it, it segues into the next question, which is a lot of people are, we're in a difficult, difficult state right now. What would you say for people during this time that should start following their, their dreams? What can you say to them to inspire them? But that basically you, you already just inspired them for the last 15 minutes, oh, but what can, what can you say to them? What can, okay, this is what, this is my question to them. What can you do today? What small action can you do today? Because it's called momentum. Momentum keeps us going, right? Right. And so you're going to get those no's. But is there something that you can do and accomplish today, today, like in the next 10 minutes, really, that can give you some forward going momentum? That's the thing is that we just need a little momentum. Ask someone for something. Like we don't ask. And when we don't ask, we're not telling the world that we're worth it that we're worth receiving. So what little thing can you do today? If that's asking someone to watch your kids, you know, for an hour, you know, if it's, you know, uh, calling up someone and saying, Hey, would you read this blog post that I wrote? Or could you share this blog post? What is the one thing you could do today? And I'll, I'll back that up too, by saying you're worth it. Like you are your superpower. There's never been another you and there'll never be another you and we don't have to be somebody else 
We can just be us and that's enough. I hope it's enough because I can't be changing right now. I am (laughs) me and that is it. I would love to be, you know, Oprah. I would love to be Gabby Bernstein or whoever it may be. But no, I'm me. So what can I do to just be like, Deborah, you're okay. Well, I ain't going to get it right every time, but I'm certainly trying in the moment. Well, Deborah, all I have to say is that if you were Oprah, we wouldn't have you here. So I, <laughs> I, I want you to be who you are. And this that is so cool. I, I got to tell you a story of a friend that, like, I think he was one of, and he doesn't even know this, but he was one of my biggest inspiration uh, in uh, community college when I first got started. And he was, in, he was in community college too, and he had a wife and he had a kid. And he drove me to school one day and I asked him, why do you have a rake in your car? Because he had a rake in his car. Mm-hmm. And he said, because I have to feed my child. Wow. I was like, and then he told me, he's like, I haven't been able to ha- find a job. So I bought a rake and I'm going door to door to be able to start a business to feed my family. I was blown away. I was like, wow, I think I already got school today. I don't even need to go because this is just <laughs> incredible. Yeah. It's, and, and I take that into my passion, what I want to do. And I, I, I find my tools that I need to do, or I learn uh, whatever I need to, to make sure I get better, to do better at, uh, at being myself, to find whatever I need to do to get to my goals. And, and it's work. And as you can see in his life, he had to, he was not taking no for an answer. Like you said, mm-hmm. there, there was, he was getting no's and he was like, that can't be my solution. I have to find a yes. And he found a solution. And actually, I, he owns a lawn company now. And he's got a house. He's got two kids. And he's so he's, he's doing well. And it's all because he wouldn't take no for an answer. And just to think of that, like, for yourself, like myself, is like, I can't be here. I can't accept that this is where I'm going to be the rest of my life. I have to follow my dream. And I have to get there. It's, and it's exactly what you did. And you took those no, and I'm pretty sure you flipped them backward and it, it and you used it as O-N, it's time to turn on. And Ooh. you kept going. <laughs> this is great. You <laughs> kept moving forward. And it's so exciting. The thing that I want to ask you is this, and I want people to listen to this part closely because I know this is incredible. How does it feel through all those no's through all those battles, through all those years, how does it feel now? Well, I'm so glad you asked that question. It feels so good to have some success, right? It really does. And there are people that said no nicely. And a no can just be a not now. And then there were people who didn't say no nicely. And to those people, you know it feels darn good to have a little success and to have Uh, opportunities and to have awards and things like that. It feels really, really good. I can't get hung up in that. I could could celebrate for a little bit, um, but I don't want to dwell on that. I think it is great to be able to show people like, listen, you jacked up, you messed up, you just messed up and discarded me and disregarded me. 
and look at me now. Um, it does feel good. Who doesn't, you know, who doesn't feel good about that? Right. But also I forgot, I forgot about them. Yep. You know, I got to keep on moving because when you're connected to your possibility and your passion, you know, you're, you're in service to that. And so everything that I do, whether it be working at CBS or my business, which, you know, my business is a huge, huge part of my life. Uh, it's all about giving people a voice. So, you know, I help younger news reporters find their voice. I help entrepreneurs find their voice. Um, today, I have a real estate uh, friend of mine who's one of my clients because my friend, my clients are friends. She's a, a real estate, um, a realtor, so to speak. And so she is making videos and that is going to help her make the home buying process easier for other people so that more people can get the American dream and yeah. more people can get can do this because we don't think it's something that we can do so if I can help her be great on video so she connects and people think whoa this is for me I'm helping more people get their voice like it just keeps going and going and going so while I really like to say haha look at me now to some of those people you know I I'm sure they're feeling it that's all good. I got to keep in service to the passion and possibility of giving people a voice. And it's never been more important. In quarantine, oh, we all feel so disconnected and alone. And with the social unrest and racial injustice, I mean, we are so divided. I just want everyone to have a voice. We all have a voice. And so I got to keep connected to that. But, you know, screw those people who didn't believe in me. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And that's I'll raise a glass to you. <laughs> we'll take you to lunch sometime, right? <laughs> we'll take them to lunch and say, "Yeah, you made yeah. a mistake, didn't you?" No, didn't um, you now? Yeah. <laughs> but here's the great thing about you is that you took all your success, and this is why you're super awesome. You took all your success and you you created opportunity for others, and you're you're back there at that ground level, helping people come up from that ground level and, and become something. You're helping people find out how to speak properly, how to how to become an anchor, how to do those things that some of those people didn't believe that they can do. And that is so incredible. Yeah. Tell us about that part of uh, your, your business. Well, thank you so much. By the way, you are such a great interviewer and cheerleader. Like who, like everybody's got to come on your podcast. You make people <laughs> feel good. I feel so much better about my day now after talking to you. I'm like, boy, I've got a lot of great stuff to do. So thank you. It's teamwork. Thank you for this opportunity. It's teamwork. Yeah. That's what it is. I, I love one of the things, one of the biggest reasons why, why I wanted to start the podcast because I told my colleague, I said, I miss talking to companies. I miss talking to people and, and, and having all these conversations, learning about businesses, learning about people, professionals and what they do and that they're helping people out. It's just, uh, it just, it shows the world that there's more togetherness than they think. And it's so, if we focus on that, focus on being a community, I think we're going to be something so incredible as we are already. And it's just going to just blow up. Just I don't even have a word for it. There's not even a word invented right. for it, you know, because community being a community is so important to me and, and, and caring about each other and being with each other and understand that that Deborah is an incredible person. I love being around her because she inspires another person and creating that momentum, momentum of inspiration with people. is just something that I love. So thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. Oh my gosh. Um, you would ask me about, you know, what, uh, what about you helping business. people? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I want really love telling people about some of the success stories. So again, I help news reporters and 
I also help entrepreneurs and experts. Well, let me just tell you about a couple of news reporters that didn't realize that they could do what they needed to do or, or wanted to do. I had a, um, one young lady who was working in Wisconsin. And when I saw her, I thought, okay, she's pretty good. I helped her to, re to just believe in herself and set the bar even higher. And now she is doing amazing. She has been filling in anchoring in Miami, which is a great market. I mean, she is just killing it. And it's all about, um, you know, being, you really, when you're a news reporter, like sometimes you want to stay in a smaller market because that's your hometown. And many people want to be in bigger markets. And so I've got another young woman who, when I met her right away, I was like, okay, you have it. Both of, both of them, by the way, have everything. They have the great voice, great presence. Their heart is in the right place. They are talented writers, um, wonderful communicators. But again, what's going to stop you is people telling you you can't do it yeah. and the small voices in your head. And so I think both of them are kind of experiencing that. This young lady, now she is in um, North Carolina, and she made a huge market jump. She went from Idaho to North Carolina. She's a weekend anchor, and it's my honor to see her inspire more people. And I tell them both, you know, there's going to be a young girl who's watching you on TV, and maybe she looks like you. Maybe she didn't think that she could do that, too. But then she sees someone with curls like you or hair like you or eyes like her, you know, and she's like, wow. Wow. This could be my future. We just need to be the best us that we can be to inspire people. And so these two women are killing it. And that's just two of hundreds of people I, who I work with. Wow. Also, the entrepreneurs. It's amazing. I have uh, one woman who I'm helping to just navigate, navigate the media landscape. She's going to be interviewed today on radio, and she is an advocate for the LGBTQ community wow. and an expert on race. And so she's going to blow people's minds with information that they need to know today, tonight on radio because – like because I've helped her to get her voice out there. I just know a lot of people from working in TV and radio and news. And so these are just like little success stories here and there. I mean, I've got a million of them. I just love giving people a voice. And there's a way to communicate, right? right. Uh, there's a way to make video, as you said. You know, there's a way to light, you know, use lights. There's a way to edit. There's a way to set up your background so that I can, you know, I'm not distracted by that you know, book behind you or the laundry on the floor, which is like silly, right? But but not really, because if you think about any major news station, that background didn't just happen that way. Right. I mean, they hired a designer to come in and make sure that nothing was distracting from the news that they were delivering. And so there's little, little things here and there that I can just bring people up to speed and give them the tools to do it themselves. Wow. I think I'm going to reset my background now. Well, I'll help you. How about, how about, how about we do this, you know, I'll give you a free session there because you are amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And how can people find out more about you, keep up with you and, and follow you and also be a part of uh, this movement that you're creating? Where can people go? I love it. I would love it. Movement. Thank you. Yes. So there's a couple of ways. You'll hit me up on my website and drop your email because then you'll be part of my email list and you'll find out about all sorts of cool stuff that I'm doing and opportunities for you. And not everything is, you know, I don't, I don't charge for everything. And a lot of stuff you get a lot, whatever you pay for, you get a lot more value than you might ever even think. So I love to send a free email newsletter with lots of tips on how to be great on camera, uh, how to use your voice powerfully, et cetera. You can also follow me on Instagram. Boy, I'm always on Instagram for some reason. Although lately I've been on TikTok. I have not made any dance videos yet but <laughs> i am definitely 
loving Instagram. Uh, I have a love-hate relationship with it in quarantine, but I'm getting back there. So <laughs> hit me up on Instagram. I'm DebraAlferone.com, and I'm DebraAlferone in most places. That's awesome, awesome. Guys, listen to her. Follow her <laughs> advice. I, I need everyone right now that is listening to send, give her your email so you can get these new, these letters, so you can get these advice, because just 30 minutes of this, like, revitalized myself to just keep moving forward and be strong. And I think that a lot of people need just more than 30 minutes. And if you sign up to her web on her website, if you follow her on Instagram, I promise you, it doesn't matter if you want to be an anchor or not. Just by the inspiration, how she's teaching things, you're going to get inspired and you're going to go be a director or be whatever you want to be in life because you moved forward. So, Deborah, thank you so much for coming on today. I cannot thank you enough. I My whole day, could we do this every day? Could we do this tomorrow? <laughs> Let's do it. Team pull-ups. Seriously, this is amazing. I feel so supercharged and ready to go about my day and kill it. So I can't thank you enough for this opportunity. <laughs> Thank you so much. And guys, thank you so much for listening to Business Access Podcast, and we'll see you again soon.